Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. I'm Emily. I think most of you know that, <laughs> but I have figured out a way to track podcast statistics. So uh, I, I know now that there's at least more than one download per episode. So thanks, um, strangers, friends, loved ones. Thanks, all of you, for listening. Um, and we are back on a regular uh, numbering system. I went, episode 56 came before 55, but now we're back in order. So this is 57. Um, and this, actually, this post is, it's actually not that far. Uh, it's about a month old, <laughs> is what it is. Um, and... Uh, it is called The Beginning of Authority in Theater and Beyond. Um, and I think I'll just read it to you. Here it is. The Beginning of Authority in Theater and Beyond. At the end of the evening, the young actors were hanging on his arms, pleading for an audition for whatever he did next. He had just joined a company four months before and directed his first show in the months previous. The last time I'd seen him, a year before, he'd asked me for advice about beginning. Now he was asking if I wanted to be his assistant. I have had a company for 16 years and a master's degree in directing, but no young actors hang on my arms or tell me they will stalk me until I let them audition. My friend is a white man with an authoritative air. As an actor, he is at his best when playing ridiculously rigid authority figures. If you're casting a buffoonish general, he's the best man for the job. He exudes authority. I do not. When I'm returning to acting, I like to perform with this authoritative friend because I enjoy playing characters who subvert authority. The more restrictive the authority figure, the more fun it is to subvert them. My friend is a genius at playing this charismatic, authoritative type, and it is tremendous fun to be his subversive second in performance. I understand that I am not an obvious leader. I don't think anyone would pick me out of a crowd to lead them. But while I don't project authority or power, I do lead. I can lead. I make space for people and I make things happen. I am not a novice at this, and I am happily finding that there are more and more new models for my style of leadership. Jill Soloway is probably not an obvious leader either, but I'd follow her anywhere. I'm thinking about this because I'm thinking about how these kinds of patterns replicate themselves over and over, how men who project a certain kind of authoritarianism are not just taking power, but are also given it. This creates and recreates the same authoritative structures in theater that we've always had, and all it takes to replicate itself is one charismatic authority announcing himself, and a few people to agree that, to that proposition and enlarge it with adulation and obsequiousness. The young actors hanging on the arms of my friend wanted to make theater like the show they'd just seen, and they asked my friend if he made work like that. He said, not really, no but they didn't care. They just wanted to work with him, whatever he was doing. They could see he exuded authority and they wanted in, no matter what he was doing, their own interests aside. 
What is ironic is that I do make work like the show they'd just seen, and I am always looking for actors who are hungry for it. But they weren't looking at me. And I didn't need them to. I have zero interest in the fawning. I suppose I'm writing this now to help those young actors think more broadly than the obvious. Who knows what other connections they failed to make because they were busy responding to the most authoritative voice in the room. Extrapolate this out a bit and you can see how we ended up in the political situation we're in. Many Americans saw an authoritative, charismatic white guy declaring himself to be the greatest, despite the fact that he had zero experience, and they hung on his words and his arms and swore a sort of blind fidelity to wherever he would lead them. An authoritative person is not always the best authority. It is a kind of gut response to authoritative behavior, I think, to give over to someone who declares himself a leader. It is probably a primal response that is worth investigating with a more reasoned part of the brain. I mean, evolutionarily speaking, there was probably once a good reason to follow the person who stood up, shouted loudly, and said, follow me! I'm not an evolutionary psychologist, so I'm not sure what that reason was. But now, given all I've learned, I'm less inclined to follow anyone who claims to have the answers. From the Dunning-Kruger effect to the no true Scotsman fallacy to confirmation bias and the optimism bias, social science shows us that our instincts, our gut responses are often way off base. Authoritarianism works not because someone is a good authority, but because people are so willing to follow someone who declares their authority. It's time to open up what it means to have authority. I think this passage from Douglas Adams says it best. The major problem, one of the major problems, for there are several, one of the many major problems with governing people is that of whom you get to do it, or rather of who manages to get people to let them do it to them. To summarize, it is a well-known fact that those people who must want to rule people are, ipso facto, those least suited to do it. To summarize the summary, Anyone who is capable of getting themselves made president should on no account be allowed to do the job. Douglas Adams, The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Authority, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's about. Um, Today's a short one. I have a, a song for you. The song that I am... Gonna give you is this very, very the very first song I learned with my guitar teacher when I was like seventeen, I think. I taught myself some stuff with some help from my mom, so it was like a combination of my mom showing me a few things and then me teaching myself, and then and then I took guitar lessons briefly, like for a few months, I want to say. But the very first song that this guy gave me was a song I'm going to play for you now, um, which is The Authority Song by John Cougar Mellencamp, which is actually a pretty funny song to give a student when you're a teacher. (laughs) Anyway, I've tweaked it a little bit, um, as I do, um, because there is a kind of helplessness, I think, in the song that I would like to not exist anymore <laughs> that I, or at least that I, of course it needs to, of course it exists but I would like to um 
encourage my own kind of resistance to that learned helplessness, helplessness against authority. Like we have to learn how to fight authority and learn how to recognize what it's doing, when it's doing, what it's doing, um, and learn how to resist. So I, I, the, it's mostly this song, and then I changed a couple words at the end. That's really all that's happened here. Um, and I don't know if I'm playing it the way my guitar teacher taught me all those years ago. Probably not. Uh, but so what? Uh, here it is. Um, oh, wait, before I play you the authority song, um, I have, I, I, I feel like I am constantly recommending podcasts to people. Um, and since you're listening to podcasts, you're a person who likes podcasts. So I thought I would add to my little, um, you know, broadcast here. In addition to the blog and the song, I might recommend a podcast. Um, because yeah, like, I feel like every day someone on Facebook is like, can someone recommend me a good podcast? And I feel like I have to go through like a list of a million things and explain why. So, um, rather than writing that same post a million times, I thought each time I would recommend a podcast. So in the interest of recommending something about authority, Today, I will like to recommend to you a podcast called The Broad Experience. Um, it's uh, uh, the host is Ashley Milne Tite, and she um, she was a, a marketplace reporter for a while. She now she's a freelance reporter, um, but she does uh, her podcast is about uh, women in the workplace, and you know she will often touch on issues of uh, leadership and authority and addressing what it just addressing what it is to be a woman in the workplace so if that is a topic that is interesting to you I recommend the broad experience uh, yeah so here we are here is John Cougar Mellencamp's did you ever think this would happen John Cougar Mellencamp's the authority song <laughs> They like to get you there and then smile in your face Well, they think they're so cute when they got you in that condition But I think it's a total, total disgrace And I say when I fight authority, authority always wins
said, oh no, 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 no. I said, oh no, 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 no. But when we find authority, authority will not win. When we find authority, Authority, authority will not win. When we fight authority, authority will not win. When we fight authority, authority will not win.